0: You're listening to The Overcast, sunshine on a cloudy day, part of the Oversoul Gaming Channel. Hello there everyone and welcome to The Overcast, your joke-making-fun-having pop culture podcast. I am your host Justin, aka Oversoul.
1: And I am Nick... Your co-host, a.k.a. The Vaping theme.
0: Yes, and we're bringing you sunshine on a cloudy day. And it seems like uh, both of us got a little bit tongue-twisted in the beginning there, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Just a tiny bit. Just a few words out of order. Um, uh, But anyways... How has life been treating you? I think has it been a week since we done did we do we recorded last week right so it's been a week um
1: yeah we did we did by the, we did uh yeah we, we did uh, the crossovers we did episode we, yes, we did the crossovers episode yeah um, yeah,
0: so by the time the audience is hearing this, it'll be like in November, and currently for us it's october twenty third twenty second and yeah. Yeah, October 22nd, and um, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be in November, possibly later, <laughs> so right, just know that uh, the topic of this episode is maybe a couple weeks late, but it was timely at the time of recording, and that is going to be all about Disney because it is their 100th birthday, holy mother of God, uh, they are old. Yes. So that is, we're going to talk about all things Disney, which is always a good topic anytime, but this is just a nice excuse for it. Um,
1: yes, ex- yes, exactly.
0: So uh, before we get there, um, yeah, uh, tell me how this last week has been treating you. Uh
1: eh, well, you know, Wednesday was a really good day. Um Sarah came up and, uh, visited me on her day off.
0: That's, and, uh, we, that's an investment yeah, for, a, right. uh, cause I'm, I'm guessing she doesn't have two days off back to back.
1: No, she doesn't. She, um, she, uh, she drove the four and a half hours out here. We, she, we, we went around and got some stuff done. And uh, it was a nice, it was a nice, it was a nice, like, few-hour visit.
0: That is awesome.
1: And she drove the, the four and a half hours back, same day.
0: And it sounds like she'll be coming out again sometime this coming yes.
1: week. Yeah, she's, uh, this upcoming Wednesday, she's coming up on the 25th. She's going to get here around like noon, 1 o'clock-ish. And uh, she's staying through until Sunday the 29th. And uh, Friday the 27th uh, we are going to go to the Rockford Ice Hogs versus the Iowa Wild at the Metro Center. I refuse to call it the BMO Center, cause fuck that bullshit. <laughs> uh, also, I'm gonna talk about this a little more in the media corner. But she got a ticket to to uh, see the virtual live show for Small Town Murder, and I am excited because we'll be at, we'll we'll actually be watching them as opposed to listening to them and they are so fucking funny
0: Ooh, man spoiler I'm ex- alert i'm excited telling us what's in I'm your excited. media corner already
1: i he, i'll talk a little bit more about <laughs> it in the media corner. i'll talk more
0: about it well you just
1: heard... a, just a spoiler alert yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i'm not spoiling what i'm talking about in my media corner not yet, anyway. No, fair. That's fair. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, she we she's got she she got us a t- she got a ticket for us to watch the, the, the virtual live. It, it was good. I'm excited.
0: Good stuff. I. Uh, yes. From what I understand, I do believe you you two are uh, planning a little a little visit out my way on Friday as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah Friday, yeah Friday, same day of the of the game. We'll uh, we'll have to make it out a little early in the day. Uh, cause I do, cause we do have to be back to uh get my daughter off the school bus.
0: Oh yeah, no worries, no worries whatsoever. Um, yeah, 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 that works for me. Um. We'll hash out those details a bit later, but yeah, I'm looking forward to having you guys over. Of course, by the time people are hearing this, that time will have come and gone. <laughs> um,
1: mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But, okay, anything else uh, new or exciting? or? Uh... Oh, bro,
1: work has been super busy lately. Man, like, Thursday night, I can't tell you. How many fucking PlayStation 5s I loaded into that truck? There was, and more specifically, the Spider Man 2 limited edition console. 90% of that truck was PlayStation 5s.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah, uh. Yeah,
1: no, it was constant. They were coming down very fast.
0: I hate to burst anyone's bubble, by the way, but at the time of recording this episode, neither of us have played Spider Man 2 yet. I'm still waiting on my copy to come in the mail, and, uh, I, uh, I think, uh, I... N- Nick's plans for a day one purchase did not go <laughs> the way he expected, so.
1: No, no, it did not. <laughs> Um, I was hoping to get my hands on it, but I, I I don't, I don't, yes, I make, I I make a lot an hour, but my hours don't reflect it.
0: You don't get a lot of hours, yeah.
1: No, I don't, I don't. Yeah,
0: that's the unfortunate thing about part-time, and. What yeah. I might be looking at again when I get back out into the work thing, because I've still been throwing applications and stuff out there, and you know, it's yeah, a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a struggle out here. But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm making it work <laughs> either way.
1: How's how's Nibbler doing?
0: She is doing fantastic. She's eating well, sleeping well. You know, um, good she is affectionate but not a fan of being picked up very much um that's <laughs>
1: yeah no it's she's very picky yeah she's got yeah she got very picky with uh with that here
0: she will scream at you about it but she will let it happen anyways um <laughs> yeah but you know don't don't try to get like all cuddly with her or she will She will not like that, (laughs) so...
1: Yeah, no, trust me, I know. I learned that the hard way once.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but she... No, she's doing... She's doing fine. Uh, No problems. No problems, really. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad she was able to readjust fairly easily.
0: Yeah, she (laughs) made herself quite at home almost immediately. Nice. I'm glad. Yes, yes. Um... Outside of that, though, I just been trying to keep busy. I just keep. I'm, I'm recording let's plays. I'll actually get into one of them because um, I recently finished recording a playthrough today. That I will talk about that game in my media corner. Um, and uh, since you recommended it after only two episodes uh, in the last episode, I started watching Goosebumps. And I'm fully caught up on it. I've seen all six episodes now. Mm.
1: Oh, there's six out now?
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Oh, shit. That's right. And I gotta
0: say, you undersold it. I'm not doing a review on this or anything. That's why it's here. I'm just saying I watched it. But you, you undersold it because I thought from the way that you said it that it was going to be, like, an anthology series where the episodes are all, like, kind of connected to each other. But no, this is a whole, like, overrunning story arc focused on one particular character where all of the goosebump shit is, like, artifacts that happen to be from a haunted house that affect... All the different characters in the same story differently, and each episode might have a heavy focus on them, but it jumps around between characters and keeps all of their stories going throughout every episode it's a It's a full on show show,
1: <laughs> yeah, no trust that's I thought that's how I explained it
0: it's a serialized show it's that's what that is like it's
1: gotcha okay, I
0: see what you meant about like the mask the c g i and all that. I like what they did with some of that stuff, and some of the stuff like the Say Cheese and Die One um unfortunately mm-hmm. didn't get the screen time it deserved because most of that episode was spent no. setting up the story and characters. And Yep, sure was. That thing was like like Final Destination for Teenagers in the book version. Yeah. You know, so yep, like I was sure hoping was. I was hoping for more out of that one. But you know what? I like yeah. I like the show so far. Um It's
1: good. Yeah.
0: Season two of Loki continues to be good too as I continue to watch that. Um Okay. Yeah, I I've been going through that. Um I know I talked about Assassin's Creed Mirage in the Media Corner my last episode, but I finished it since then and everything I said still stands. Um but uh I've also like you know, I got the itch a while back to go just go like go back and like replay all the Assassin's Creed games and mm-hmm. so i've been doing that too on the side like it's been a long process i started it maybe like i want to say end of last year or earlier this year with the first game and then i played through the whole Ezio Ets- uh-huh. trilogy and now i'm on assassin's creed 3 but that's just you know something i've been doing to fill the time all of that and playing uh Honkai star rail which is free on uh, it's free on PlayStation, just like Genshin. There you go. Just like Genshin Impact, it's free to play. Um. So, yeah, that and not not for like plus members or whatever. It's like legit free free because it's like a, it's like a mobile game kind of, but it's it it plays like a console game. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> You see what I mean? If you played it, it's like a JRPG uh, with turn-based combat, and it's in a sci-fi. It's in a sci-fi place. You're like uh, driving a space train to different planets, trying to find the the source of their problems and fix them. Yeah. Um, So. That is what I've been doing. It hasn't been a very exciting life since I moved. Since I moved, everything calmed down, and nothing has happened. And to be be honest, even when I was working, nothing happened there either. For the most part, it was just the same shit every day. So yeah, yeah, I don't have a lot of life updates, which leads me to believe I don't have much of a life. <laughs> I just what I'm starting to realize. I don't yeah I don't do things I don't see people I guess I should say uh PJ came around and hung out last Sunday I should have mentioned that in the last episode we recorded because it was that day you know
1: oh shit <laughs> yeah you didn't men- you didn't mention PJ
0: it was that morning yeah but it was just the usual he came over to you know hang out chill for a bit we watched some tv and that was that Uh, new season of Rick and Morty started. I watched the first episode of that. It's okay so far. You know, not bad. Um, I don't, I don't miss Justin Roiland. You know, fuck him. Right. I don't care. (laughs) You know, the, the, the new guys are fine. It's fine. It's okay. Um, it will grow on me. So, um, and I think... I think that's about it. I did oh yeah, and of course the new season of SNL started and I've I've only seen the first episode, but apparently last night Bad Bunny hosted. Um
1: Interesting.
0: And was the musical guest yes. The last episode, however, um it was Pete Davidson and Ice Spice and if you haven't yet, I think I mentioned it briefly last time too. But if you haven't yet, you absolutely have to watch this Pete Davidson episode. My God, is the funniest shit they've done in a long time. Seriously.
1: Yeah. No, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Don't I, um... don't
0: don't sleep on that. Like you, you of all people. Seriously. <laughs> like, this ep- this episode is like catered to you.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I'll have to check it out then.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. That's what I've been doing. Um, like I said, not much. Not much. My my life is consumed by media, which is why I started this podcast in the first place. Hell yeah! So, all right. Well, if in that with that in mind, uh, speaking of media, on to the media corner it is then. And-
1: For now, let's
0: have fun. Alright everyone, welcome to the Media Corner, the part of the show reserved for news, reviews, and recommendations. And um, as I mentioned before, earlier, I had uh, finished recording a Let's Play today. And that game that I finished recording, which episodes aren't going to come out until... I don't know when. Probably after this comes out, honestly. <laughs> so, but um, that game was uh, Bendy and the Dark Revival.
1: <clears throat> and, okay.
0: And uh, so, <laughs> my thoughts on this game are very mixed. So it is—it's a sequel to Bendy and the Ink Machine. It takes place ten years after now. Okay. To talk about this game, I am going to have to spoil kind of the first game, and so spoilers for a game from twenty seventeen everyone uh that You've
1: been warned
0: <laughs> that bendy and the ink machine the game at the end, they kind of reveal that you're stuck in a time loop and that this same shit just happens over and over again. Um, okay. Well, apparently the protagonist from that game found a way to break the loop at some point because the sequel takes place. 10 years later in a different, in a different loop. Um, now you're playing as a a different character named Audrey who gets dragged into this mess. And, um, Mm. the villain in this game is trying to take these evil cartoon characters that he's created in this cartoon world and, and bring them out into the real world is what he's trying to do. Um, And so, in this game, you play as Audrey, who is part human, part ink monster, and you have powers, and there's combat, you, like, have a pipe that you can smack enemies with, and stuff (laughs) like that, um, and everything is made of ink, and it's all got, like, this weird sepia tone to it, and, yeah, but, um, it's, the atmosphere is good, the story is good, the character designs are awesome, Um, some of the monsters look really cool, but the game has a few problems. The frame rate drops terribly in some areas. The, um, the combat is kind of clunky. Um, the, some of the mechanics are ass. Uh, and the biggest problem I have with this game, the most absolute annoying thing, i I've, I want to say it's my own fault, but it's really not when you think about it. There is this area that you can find in the game where there's this big crate. And if you open okay. if you open the crate, what happens to be in there is the corpse of a rejected cartoon character. Um, oh? Now, okay. when you turn away from the crate to go look at other stuff, it, when you turn back, the, the corpse isn't there anymore. Well, oh, shit! from that point forward, throughout the entire rest of the entire fucking goddamn game, that-
1: I mean, you did open the cast, you did open the crate.
0: That particular creature will randomly pop up in front of you to jump scare the shit out of you, hit you, <laughs> hit you a couple times to take your health down, and then disappear again like the little shit nugget that it is. And (laughs) the fucker does this at the most random intervals. There's no script behind it or reason. It's just like he's on like an invisible timer or something that it just every once in the blue moon when you're not expecting it. And even in areas where you think you're safe, you're not. But
1: that's fucking hilarious.
0: It's yeah for the people watching it's gonna be quite funny for me as a person who was playing it it was extremely annoying and took a full goddamn point off of my total score for the Mm. game (laughs) because because to me that's like it would be the developers thought they were being clever and it would be if it was used more sparingly but they overdo it this game has a problem with things overstaying their welcome like there are these there are these creatures near the end called the keepers that i really like they're really cool you have to sneak around them you can't fight them and they're designed like a monster from soma they're awesome right when you first meet them i loved it i thought it was cool i thought it was really well done by the end of the game i was fucking done with them because they (laughs) they overstay their welcome there's parts with them that become really cramped and annoying and very cheap in in how they get to Inu and it was it was there are like moments where I'm literally just sitting there hiding in a barrel for like a minute and a half waiting for this slow ass motherfucker to slug his way up back and forth down the hallway. Like <laughs> I I don't mind the whole I love the cat and mouse stealth thing in horror games, but these this game wasted my time a lot. And my health. Fair enough. For no reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I mean,
1: you open the you open the crate.
0: Yes, but there's no indication whatsoever that if you open that crate, which normally leads to like items and shit that you're gonna... Okay, that's fair. You're gonna get haunted by a random jump scare for the next four hours of the game, (laughs) you know? That's
1: fair. Yeah, that's fair.
0: It's, it's, it's funny if it happens, like, in that area, now it's a threat you have to worry about in that area, because some areas have area-specific monsters. One of them had, like, a spider monster that kept randomly jump popping out of the ceiling at me, you know? Okay. Um, but this thing follows you for the rest of the fucking game, and... Jesus Christ. It wouldn't be so bad if it didn't, one, take down some of your health. And it has a bad mm-hmm. habit. It will pop up. Like I said, it's, it's random when it pops up. Like, it's coded to be completely random. So it's not, like, at certain intervals, it's not, like, every 40 minutes. Or so you can expect it. Or you can't, you literally can't predict when it's going to happen. There's nothing. No indication whatsoever. It's literally just poof, there. And it's right a fucking heart attack. <laughs> um... Every time. But it happened to me once when I was in the middle of combat in the area with the aforementioned spider monster popping out of the ceiling coming at me. I also had to deal with the regular ink people monsters because there's like tons of them. They're just like the regular generic enemy you kill in the game that were also Mm -hmm. on my ass. And then that thing pops up. And in the middle of me being bombarded by all these things surrounding me, the worst possible thing happens Even worse than the random jump scare thing is the ink demon himself. The big evil bad of the whole thing. The scariest monster in the game. If he he shows up, the screen gets covered in a bunch of ink. Everything starts shaking and there's big text on the screen that says the ink demon is coming. Hide! And you have, like, maybe... 10 seconds if you're lucky to find the nearest hiding spot. Because if you don't, Jesus, the Ink Demon will catch you and he will insta-kill you. And much like this random jump scare monster I unleashed from a crate, the Ink Demon is also completely random when he shows up. No rhyme or reason to it. He's just poof there for no reason. However, there are there are moments of, of breathing in the There are moments in the game when you're safe you know so there is that the story is good but basically this will be an entertaining watch for people when i put the let's play out but i suffered in this playthrough in a way that made me angry and because i'm
1: i'm sure i'll be able to pick out the uh (laughs) the moments where you get really pissed off
0: because of the angry, I therefore did not have much of a good time with this game. And this isn't one of those like I'm angry because I'm bad at the game and I'm project <laughs> I'm projecting it onto the game itself. This game has some legitimately annoying and badly made <clears throat> mechanics. I like the, Fair enough. I like the story, I like the atmosphere, I like the visuals, the graphics, all of that is great, the voice acting is great, it's it's a pretty decent game but but a lot of the gameplay mechanics suck ass some of the platforming is like you is trial and error like you have to like like use your teleportation ability to float on from a ledge onto the rooftop of another building and then from that building Mm -hmm. up onto the another ledge and like sometimes it's not very clear what you're supposed to do Sometimes right. it is. Some of the puzzles were clever. I had to do one of those word puzzles where basically I was faced with like a saw trap type situation where the person who, uh-huh. who kidnapped me said, "Solve my puzzle, and if you're, and then sit back in the chair. If you're right, the door to freedom will open. If you're wrong, you'll get electrocuted." <laughs> and
1: Jesus Christ!
0: The puzzle was one of those things where you have four thing four pictures and each one has an animal on it and you have to decide Mm -hmm. the, the order they go in and it was one of those story puzzles where you have to go around and talk to all the characters and they each tell you something different they'll say the bird like or the bear likes to sit next to the bird but doesn't like to sit next to the fox and they'll say the the rabbit avoids the fox but likes the bear the fox Always sits on the right, so you have to use all of these word clues put together to figure out the order the mm. animals go in. I fucking dom- right. dominated it in one try; it was super easy, but I felt so smart <laughs> about it. <laughs> I love those. Kind there of, you go. I love those kind of things. So that, so that was fun. There were some good parts, but overall, like I was, I was leaning between a six or seven out of ten. So I think I'm going to give it a six point five out of ten. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Yeah, I would. it that would have been a. Is, it would have <clears throat> been a seven. But the fucking game lost an entire point for that jump. That 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 haunt you for the rest of the game. Jump scare bullshit. Once or twice is fine. They could punish you for it there. But whoever's bright idea it was to make that thing attached to you for the rest of the game and randomly jump out for two seconds to take down half of your health bar <laughs> and disappear again like a little snot nosed coward. Whoever did that shit. Needs to boil in the boiler room of hell <laughs> because that is absolute. That is the dumbest fucking game mechanic. I like jump scares that are done well, and it's gonna get some good reactions out of me. This game is getting its own reaction compilation. I promise you that because every every <laughs> single time that thing popped up, I was in the middle of saying something, and my words transferred into a loud scream every single time, and then I every single time, I'm like, I fucking hate this, I hate that thing, I'm mad, at one point, I was going to do a side quest near the end of the game, I shit you not, I'm like, okay, we're near the I, I'll go do this real quick, that fucking thing popped up, I got mad, changed my mind, turned around, and went to the end of the game. I said, you know what, <laughs> nope, fuck this side quest, fuck this game, I want to be done with it, I'm going to the end. <laughs> so, that's how Six much- 6.5,
1: that... that's not high praise. <laughs>
0: Well, it's not low praise either, because what people tend to forget is that 6 is actually on the good side of the scale. It's just on the lowest side of good. Yeah. So, like, if this was, like, um, Aaron Dicer's Sif Pop podcast, where, like, they describe it as uh, heist, uh, what is it, like, loved it, liked it, um, just okay, didn't like it, hated it. I would put this one under just okay if we're going to put it that way. Okay, but I would put it. On, okay, I would put it on the <laughs> on the on the low side of just okay.
1: Um, right. Okay.
0: Maybe actually, I would put it on the high side of just okay. Maybe the low side of liked it. See, that's not that's not too bad, you know. Right. Because high, I would say yeah, high side of okay because it's a six point five, not a, not a seven, but. Um, seven okay. would be, like, seven would be, like, the low side of liked it. You know what I mean? So, that's how they say it. So, it's better if I word it that way, put a little sugar on it. But the reality of it is, anything above a five is a passing grade. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Six, uh, six is okay. Seven is good. Eight is great. Nine is fantastic or amazing. And ten is perfect. Um... But then, like, five and below are all bad. It's just a matter of how bad they are. That's that's the area reserved for the shit games.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. If
0: it if it gets a six or higher, then that means i liked it. It's just a matter of how much i liked it. You have to be bad. You have to be a game I don't like at all to get a five or lower. So, like Gollum.
1: Nah, yeah, I was just gonna say, like Gollum?
0: Yeah, which I heard, by the way, that that new King Kong game is actually worse than Gollum so really yeah not not good for that one so Damn. But anyways that's my review of bendy and the dark revival and hopefully the gameplay footage that i put on screen for the people watching the video version of this emphasized some of my complaints
1: <laughs> <laughs> fair okay
0: <clears throat> it's not bad I... but it's not great either
1: <laughs> fair Alright, I um I've been listening to this this podcast um a lot lately. Uh actually started <clears throat> from episode one. They are currently on episode four thirty-two. So I've got a lot of catching up to do. But this podcast, it's a true crime comedy. Podcast. I know I've um mentioned it um w- uh, at the time of this recording I'm not gonna I know I may I think I may have mentioned it once before, I don't remember. But they uh <clears throat> it is hosted by James Petricallo and his co host Jimmy Wisman. They are stand-up comedians. They enjoy true crime. They make What's jokes. This called? It's called uh, "Small Town Murder." Small Town Murder. Oh, okay. Small Town Murder. Yeah, it's it's uh, actually Sarah turned me on to this podcast, and I I I resonate with it because they they, they make jokes about whatever town they're doing a story on. And then they make jokes at the killer's expense. And they also go out of their way to not make, make jokes about the victims or the victims' families. Because according to, uh, according, uh, according to their disclaimer, they are assholes, not scumbags. And Jimmy's got the easiest job of all because he doesn't know about the stories at all going into the recording. James uh, actually uh, reads the story and all Jimmy has to do is react, react, react. And it's hilarious. And his responses are fucking priceless. And uh, they've got a Patreon too. Where they, uh, where they, um, where they have, like, all the, like, the bonus episodes and stuff, but not only do they have, uh, um, it's, um, Small Town Murder bonus episodes, they also have, uh, bonus episodes from their OG podcast, Crime and Sports, uh, so I, so whenever, whenever you subscribe to their Patreon, not only do you get Small Town Murder, but you get crime and sports as well um and with that you also get uh a shout out at the end of all of the regular episodes uh where you can get all, all where you can uh, listen to wherever you get your podcast needs uh i personally choose apple podcasts wherever you're um, listening to this one Exactly. Wherever you're listening to this one, um, I uh,
0: even YouTube,
1: I, even YouTube. Yeah. Uh, well, mm, I don't know I, if they're on YouTube. Okay. Um, they are on YouTube. They are okay. on YouTube. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, they are on YouTube. I don't know if they're, I don't know if their full episodes are on YouTube or what. But I have I've not gotten that far. I have not checked out their YouTube pages yet. Ah, uh, okay. But um I will get back to you on that. Um uh and the regular episodes are typically about like two, two and a half hours, maybe close to three hours sometimes. And then you got the express episodes where it's just where they don't give the disclaimer or any of that. Or they don't do the shout outs at the end either. But it's all the regular episodes and I um I did a thing. I did a thing and I put as the I did a thing uh the name on my profile and the name that Jimmy that that Jimmy reads at the end is Nick and Sarah Ludlow
0: Oh snap.
1: Yes. And I was worried that he was going to horribly mispronounce my last name. But um <laughs> um I was sorely mistaken. Uh, <laughs> he actually pronounced it he pronounced it clear as day perfectly.
0: Yeah, Nick Lodell. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, true crime, ki- true crime is kind of adjacent to horror, so you know that uh segues I mean, okay, in segues so in the, nicely from what I was talking about.
1: Well, the, the whole reason the whole reason I I like these guys so much is because is because <clears throat> uh I try to bring light to every situation by making jokes when it's nec- when it's a- when it's appropriate or appropriate jokes for every dark situation. And that's what these guys do. They just do it on a more public platform.
0: Sounds like good stuff. It's I, uh... it's
1: hilarious. And also they have a new podcast titled Your Stupid Opinions. It is basically they go on They go on Google and they read off different, um, different, uh, reviews for different products, uh, locations and businesses and stuff like that. Like they even, they even went as far as, uh, doing a review. Uh, They did, they did, they read their reviews on the, uh, the chin dildo, the accommodator from Adam and dot com. It was fucking hilarious.
0: I love when, um, when podcasts like do like skits for their ad reads instead of just doing mm-hmm. a more, like a normal ad read. Distractable does that too. It's pretty good. So, how far into this are you so far? Like, how many episodes in?
1: Oh, dude. <clears throat> so, I've been I've been listening for several weeks now. I've um. I just recently started from episode one, but I've been listening Mm -hmm. as, as they've been putting new episodes out as well. Dude, they're so funny. They, they, they go through and they, they, they talk about the town first or James talks about the town first, Jimmy reacts. And then they talk about like the different, uh, the, the percentages of the different races in this, in the city, the religion, the um, uh, and then they talk about uh population, uh, the population of the town, and they also do uh the uh the uh real estate report and what it, what would it cost to 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 buy a house if you were thinking to uh, thinking about moving to said town. Okay. And then they get into the the nitty gritty and they talk about a murder but the 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 my my favorite part is when because the name of their website is shut up and give me murder dot com
0: <laughs> okay
1: that's their website shut up and murder dot com they have all of their merchants shit there it's fucking awesome um and then oh shit they Right before they get into the nitty gritty, they go, "Shut up and give me murder." It's hilarious. It's 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 fantastic. It's I always look forward to those um, those moments in that and in the and, and just in the podcast. It's, it's hilarious.
0: Okay, okay. The the reason I asked how far in you were is because they say that every podcast has it's like or even like like certain tv shows that you don't have to watch the episodes in order like sunny they all have their um their gotcha episode their entry point episode i think like the episode that you tell people to watch or listen to to get uh-huh. them, to get them on board as new fans and then if they like that then they can go back and start from the beginning I think like I would say for for our show, it's the 2022 year in review episode. I think that's the that's the entry point episode. That's the one that I tell people to start with, you know, Um, like, you know, for like for dead meat, for example, it would be like literally any of their review episodes for a horror movie that you've seen, like just pick any horror movie. and If they did an episode about that, listen to that one. That's where you start like that okay. that or so, i would i would recommend I, their uh they did one where saw they talked about saw traps based on real life torture devices
1: i would say okay if you have a if you have a sense of humor where or, or like if you have a dark sense of humor i would say the perfect episode to start to start from and this was this episode was recent so this is this is going to be more of a recent shit it was posted four days ago, and the, t- the title of the episode is My Daddy Brother Did It, Clayton, Georgia. Okay. This is, uh, The description is, this week in Clayton, Georgia, a family with a violent criminal history seems to explode over some very unconventional relationships, jealousy, and custody battles. This results in one of the strangest marriages that caused that causes much drama within the family. One day it explodes in a frenzy of violence and some of the most ridiculous escape attempts ever, super casual police work, and a family destroyed. Along the way, we find out that having the longest beard in Georgia can earn you a prize, that a 64-ounce bottle of ketchup is a strange weapon, and you should never be someone's daddy brother. Hosted by James Petrogallo and Jimmy
0: Wisman. Having a long beard in Georgia can also earn you a TV show on a and e
1: you're not wrong <laughs> oh. oh my god but no <laughs> yes that's the by, that by far the perfect episode to start from if you're looking to if you if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to, I highly recommend it. It's fucking hilarious. I listened to it at work and I was dying
0: okay all right well. Speaking of things that are funny, um, I watched a comedy movie recently. Uh, also, okay. something that I did today, like literally the last thing I did before we started recording this, I watched this movie, and that movie is Barbie. And, oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah, because see, I'm gonna hurts. wait for it. I'm gonna wait for it to hit max.
0: I've heard so many good things about it, so I decided to check it out. Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, more celebrity people in there than I thought. I didn't know Michael Sarah was in this movie. That was. I nice know
1: John Cena made a made a cameo in there because yeah, in yeah. one of, one of the more recent uh, pay per views, the Miz actually uh, took a jab at John Cena. At, uh, at I think it was payback. I Think it was payback. He he made that comment. Uh he took a stab at John Cena for making a cameo in the Barbie movie. It's actually kind of funny.
0: So this this movie is pretty fucking funny. It's very meta. It's it's very okay. self, it's very self-aware. It's very tongue in cheek. The basic idea here is that like there's two worlds. There's our world and then there's the Barbie world and all okay. of these Barbies and Kens live in the Barbie world, and they are legitimate plastic toys. You know, they're being played by people. But, like, yeah. it's it's what they look like in the kids' imagination in this world. Okay, but one of gotcha. Them, one of them, the main one, Margot Robbie, starts to become a bit self-aware. And there's some very interesting tie-ins later with the story for, like, why things actually kick off the way they do. At first, okay. it doesn't. At first it doesn't make a lot of sense but like when they reveal certain things later it's like oh wow that's really cool the way that they do it is actually uh very interesting so um and some very good messages in there but essentially one of the barbies starts becoming a little too self-aware and travels in with a with a ken into the real world to kind of like find answers um and uh okay. while, while they're in the real world the Ken sees that things are different here and he likes how different the things are and he kind of brings some of that back with him to the Barbie world and bad things happen so that is uh basically all I can really say without spoiling anything but it is Fair like it's why <clears throat> it gets pretty wild it, it it deals with this whole like um you know, there's there's a portal between the two worlds and other okay. weird, weird <clears throat> shit like that. Uh, but it's, I'm it's excited
1: like, to see this.
0: It's, it's part Lego movie, part toy story, you know. Um, okay, but it's, it's I, I can get down well, on that. It's very well done. There's a lot of innuendo. Will Ferrell is in it, too, Is the CEO of Mattel. Like I said, they break the fourth okay. wall. They break the fourth wall a lot in this movie, like a lot. They nice. end, so like there are points where they even point out that it is a movie, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there's a narrator played by Helen Mirren. Um, it's okay. all very Kate McKinnon is in this is like the weird Barbie with the Jeez. with the messed up messed up hair and grand <laughs> drawings on her face. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's it's fun. It's a very fun movie, but it's also a very loud movie, and I don't mean that like audio wise. I mean that in like it's very in your face like the movie is the message is very aggressive and not like not like negative aggressive but like it's not subtle you know but i don't Fair think enough. that's a, i don't think that's a bad thing this is a very loud and proud very feminist movie very forward thinking very progressive movie and it is okay. not it is not subtle at all it in fact it couldn't possibly get more on the nose if the characters like reached out of the screen grabbed you by the shoulder shook you and yelled the sh- the lines in your face like they it's very very much like that but i don't think that's a bad thing because i think honestly no. with with the way that things have gone uh in the world lately and the uh, the uh, the lack of um, Uh, intellect that we seem to be seeing lately I think I think the time for subtlety has gone out the window and I think some messages need to be more loud and aggressive like this Oh, absolutely On top of that, the movie is also very pink, which is a very loud color, (laughs) Uh (laughs) you know? Yeah. So there's that, too. And, you know, and everyone's wearing, like, tie-dye shit. The point where Barbie and Ken come into the real world, everything around them is, like, more, like, the way that they film the visuals, like, in the Barbie Mm. world, everything is, like vibrant and pink and plastic and shit when they get to the real world everything just becomes like gray and ugly <laughs> except for that yeah. they're still they're still vibrant and beautiful and everyone else looks like shit <laughs> you know okay it, it's 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 a very good like uh visual juxtaposition that they do it's a very well filmed movie um they did a good job with this. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. I don't really have any complaints. Maybe some of the jokes didn't land for me every now and then, but I'm sure they'd land for other people. They they right. appealed to all, all kinds of different humor here. One thing I do like, though, they called out, and obviously Mattel was a part of this, you know, so they, kind of, there's, some yeah. there's some self-deprecation here. They make fun of themselves for some of their more problematic Barbie toys that have since been discontinued. Um, okay like real ones that actually exi- ex- actually existed that were mm. like why were these a thing you know and they even do some deep cuts like there's a reference to Barbie's little sister Skipper in here okay like, yeah <clears throat> Um. there's some deep cuts and like the credits if you watch the credits they show the real life versions of all of these Barbies that were in the movie like the actual toys um, okay nice and inc- including the discontinued ones yeah, nice. Like, like not a single one of these in the movie, as far as I can tell, was made up. These, all these characters, are based off actual real life dolls that actually existed at one point or another. And That's awesome. So they did a lot of research. Um, the movie kind of weirdly opens a door for a potential like, like Hasbro or Mattel type like toys. Uh, universe, like you can see, like Transformers and shit, all that. I'm, I'm telling not, I'm you,
1: bro. Not, I'm we're sure on if the I, cusp I, of I'm, it.
0: I'm not sure if I want to see that happen, though. <laughs> but <laughs> this this movie stood fine on its own legs. Like it was very. There was a very fucking, well
1: done. There was. Oh man. Um, no, dude. The, the 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 very ending of the most recent Transformers movie did that same shit. They opened it up for like oh, a yeah. crossover.
0: Yeah, you 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 talked about that. So this um I really enjoyed this movie, Loud Message and All. I thought it was like this is this is one of those movies that's like not afraid to piss off certain people with how loud it is, you know? And I, I, I like that. It's got attitude, you know, it's yeah. very in in your face about it. It's um,
1: I'm excited to see it.
0: Uh, yeah I think you'll enjoy it there's a lot of innuendo in there too that's like right up your alley um okay so yeah just it's fun fun stuff like that um yeah so, I liked it I would give it I would give it probably in eight out of ten not because that it's not that it's did anything wrong there's no I didn't there's no deduction of points here there's just like not enough there to boost it higher. You know, it's good. It's good, but it's not like one of those like cinematic masterpieces that are going to be like in the mu- in the history museums. You know, it's like again right. when I th- yeah. when I th- when I think nines and tens, I think like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Um, you know, um, shit that's going to be like ingrained in movie history forever. You know, mm-hmm. this is a really good movie and quite a big deal but um not quite a 9 definitely an 8 though like I'm it's a solid 8 out of me for that one okay so yeah i All enjoyed right. it very much
1: so yeah that disney like you said earlier is celebrating their 100th year anniversary and one thing that disney plus did in honor of that They put out a Disney short. It's about 15 minutes long. It's called Once Upon a Studio. I I watched Uh, this. I watched this. And I... The one thing that caught my attention the most... And I had to do a double take. I had to rewind it because I didn't believe it. (laughs) Disney went into the archives they got his permit his family's permission first but they brought back the voice of robin williams for the genie with archived recordings never before heard cuz if you remember like any any disney fan knows that they had hundreds of hours of unused material that they had recorded by Robin Williams and the fact that they did this it was mind blowing the honoring the man that made the genie popular I couldn't have asked for more and they 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 fucking delivered man
0: that's yeah I, I watched this too And that is, that was pretty cool, used, um, um, with a, uh, unused, unused audio from, because when he recorded for the Genie, they just kind of let him riff. Yeah, they did. Everything he said, and then Uh they used their, their favorite parts in the movie. Yep. Um, but yeah, so just a lot of improv. Um... Yeah, that, that short was really well done because you got all these different animation styles meshing yeah. together, old and new, and like the way they were put together was nice. Now it was the original
1: animation too, which made it that much more special.
0: Yeah, so there was okay, so I was gonna say this what they did with this was really cool because it is a mixture of new content and reused assets put together. Uh-huh. Because they they did freshly animate some of these scenes and freshly record some of these voice lines specifically for this short. But if you pay attention, you can tell that some of the voice lines and some of the animation is stock footage and stock audio from the original movies. Yes. Like, like Peter Pan, all of his movements and all of his audio is from his original movie. They did not record new stuff for that, you can tell. No you know sure but like some characters like maui he got new lines specifically for this Mm -hmm. you know so so i noticed that they did a little of old a little of new i imagine it was easier to get some voice actors than others like um you know jody benson is jody benson they can still get her they can get james woods for hades yeah um
1: speaking of james woods i really hope that they get they get him to do the live action role of hades whenever they do the fucking live action remake of uh hercules same with danny same with danny devito as uh phil
0: there were some pretty funny visual gags in this some of my uh my favorite moments were um all the Dalmatian puppies watching Night on Bald Mountain from Fantasia and then getting jump-scared by Chernoborg. Um, yes, yep, that after, was pretty funny. After Flynn Rider warns them, he's like, come on, puppies, you'll have nightmares. Uh, uh-huh, yep. Mm-hmm. I think I think that was him anyway. Um, that
1: I think that was Flynn Rider, yeah.
0: Then there's the part with, uh, Donald Duck and all the others on the elevator, and Uh then the the sloth tells them to hold it for him. (laughs)
1: Yeah, the sloth sloth from from Zootopia, yep, Zootopia. Uh,
0: that was one of my favorites, uh, one of my favorite visual gags, and then the part where Anna and Elsa, Anna's like, "Do you think all the villains will show up, and Elsa's like, not all of them, and then freezes Hans in the painting. Yeah. Um, that was, that was fun. Like, all of that, like, so many, like, blink-and-you'll-miss-it references. Like oh, yeah, literally, definitely. Literally everyone was there, you know? Oh,
1: yeah, no, this was, this was, this was, this, uh, this short was stacked.
0: Yeah, I also like the visual of Ichabod Crane from the Sleepy Hollow cartoon. Yes. Um, with, like, Goofy almost knocking his head off with the ladder in a direct reference to, you know, the Headless Horseman. Uh-huh. uh yeah, I thought that was kind of clever. Um,
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So that yeah, that was just very well done. The whole thing, and then the fact like they fixed the camera using like magic and uh, and uh, fix it Felix's hammer that can mm-hmm. fix anything from Wreck It Ralph. Yep. Um. So yeah, that was uh, man, that that whole thing was so well put together, and like for fifteen minutes, like they put like you know they had like. They the, had they, a, decent, a lot they had a... of work had to have gone into that oh absolutely they had to months. have been preparing
1: yeah. for that shit
0: yeah there's definitely like a lot of animation a lot of voice acting a lot of like digging up old assets and splicing them in and mixing with like, mm-hmm. the rest of the the audio you know oh yeah um, definitely
1: i'm actually yeah. pulling up disney plus right now i'm actually trying they have an entire collection on disney plus dedicated to disney 100
0: nice i think recently um,
1: they added recently they added all of the og airbud movies to disney plus in honor of disney 100 and recently i was just saying you know they should really add the new the the og airbud movies to disney plus
0: (laughs) I, I was gonna say, how many references in all did you catch in there? Like oh, I dude. I saw Robin Hood, Moana, obviously Mickey Mouse, Peter Pan, Dalmatians, uh The Princess and the Frog, Frozen.
1: Yeah, there uh, was a lot dude yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin
0: Zootopia
1: Zootopia Tangled. Did you see Oh yeah, yeah, did you, yeah, yeah, to, the, did the you happen to see Ka. the Did you happen to see any of the characters from the Black Cauldron?
0: I did not, I thought maybe, like, I think you'd have to go back and look at the whole thing frame by frame, but I just remembered, there's a scene where Ka gets the shit smacked out of him by, uh, by, um, Rapunzel, with the frying pan.
1: Yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: It happens off-screen, but it's funny, because I can't remember who it is, but he's hypnotizing somebody. At that point, and Mickey's like, "Uh, you need to stop that." And Rapunzel's like, "I got it, Mickey." And then off screen, you just hear "clang."
1: The one thing that got the Jungle me,
0: Book. So that's the Jungle Book. You yep. Know, was, the one kind of thing entangled. that
1: the one thing that got me was when Mickey stopped to look at the picture of Walt Disney. That's what really got me. Like that was like that. Me hit me right in the feels.
0: I, um, yeah, I, I had, I had a different vibe on that one. I was like, ah, are we going, I mean, I know that he started all this, but, uh, how much admiration are we going to put on a guy who was, uh, you know, kind of, (laughs) uh, anti-Semite. That's,
1: that's, that's a fair point.
0: But then I had to laugh, because when the camera zoomed in on, on Walt's picture, just the face he was making, for some reason, kind of cracked me up. <laughs> it was It was a little derpy. Fair enough. But no, I got the sentiment that they were going for, and that was kind of nice. I also like how in the beginning, when the two employees are leaving, the intern and the old guy, it's like a visual representation of the different generations.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Like, old and new. Yeah, so that was... That was cool. Yeah, well, they, I yeah, like definitely. That. Yeah, people need to watch that short. It was very well done. It was like, oh, absolutely. If you have, if you have any love for that, like, I mean, it gave me House of Mouse vibes, but you know, definitely. oh yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Um. Absolutely. But okay.
0: Well, with that being said, what a perfect thing to segue into our topic with, which also happens, like I said, to be Disney. Disney. folks and here we are we have arrived once again at the topic of the episode which this time is all about disney to go along with their hundred year celebration so many things we could talk about but i think let's start simple let us pick our not in any particular order what are your top Five Disney animated movies in house studios, so Pixar counts too. um, Okay, everything I was gonna say, everything from Snow White all the way to whatever the newest thing was. I oh shit, what was the? I only
1: get, I only get five. uh, The newest animated, I think the last was that Elemental. Yeah, Elemental. Okay, yeah. I believe so it was Elemental.
0: Everything from Snow White to Elemental. Boom. Five. Your five favorites.
1: Jesus Christ, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I have a lot, lot of lot. favorites. That's a lot to pick from. I have a lot. Oh my God, that's not fair.
0: Yeah, we will get a chance to talk about all of them, but for now, let's narrow it down to our top five and start with, the, with oh, those. Oh,
1: man. Animated. Animated. <sighs> Oh shit. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me let, let, let me let me uh go to um
0: I can say for sure two of mine are Aladdin and Hercules.
1: Aladdin and Hercules. I'd have to
0: Yeah, I would definitely put those up there. I'd say Aladdin, Hercules, um I I see I challenged myself here too. Um Yeah, Let's see. I want to say Robin Hood. Robin Hood? Like the like the yeah, the one with the fox. Um You would think I would say the Aristocats. I like that one, but I think it's more top 10 than top 5 for me.
1: Okay, so I'd have to say Okay, so from my time from my time I'm looking at I mean I've scene. seen
0: I... I've seen all of them so I was just going off the whole Yeah, list. so
1: so have I but I'm looking <laughs> oh man I'm looking at the list here Oh my god, so many good movies.
0: Yeah, I know. It it's 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 tough, but I'm definitely going oh. I'm definitely going with Aladdin, Hercules, Robin Hood, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, and... Okay. Ooh, do I want to pick Emperor's New Groove? Mm. I was
1: actually going to list that as one of mine.
0: I'll let you have it then. Well, I mean, think, the, 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 <laughs> there there can be repeats. It doesn't have to be completely different. Um,
1: Fair, okay. How many do you have so far?
0: Oh, I have four.
1: Four? Okay.
0: Yeah Aladdin, Hercules, um, Atlantis and Robin Hood.
1: For me, it would be Aladdin, Lion King, Tarzan, mainly Ooh, okay. mainly, mainly because of the soundtrack. The Emperor's new groove. Okay. And Lilo and Stitch, Ooh, the OG yeah, I... Lilo, the OG Lilo and Stitch.
0: Good choices, good choices. So uh, I'm a bit torn for my fifth one. I kind of want to pick Zootopia. I kind of want to pick. Um, there's a couple of good options, uh, actually. Part of me wants to lean even like Fantasia. Um,
1: that was my dad's number one favorite.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go. I'm just kind of like digging through my memory. Memorable, good, uh, man. Part of me even wants to say Big Hero 6 here. Um,
1: Ba-la-la-la.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Um, ooh, it's a toughie.
1: We jumped out a window.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Mm. but no, I set the precedent, so I have to pick eventually, so I got Aladdin, Hercules, Robin Hood, Uh, um, Atlantis, that's, that's, yeah, Atlantis is an obscure choice, I know, but, um, and... Yeah, I kind of want to put a newer Encanto. Let's go with that one because I okay. I I really liked that one. I'm not even going to lie. It, like was...
1: Encanto was good. I liked yeah. it. It was there was a lot of catchy songs in it and I yes. liked the story.
0: Yes. Yes. So, um okay, so those those would be like in our top 5. Those are uh those are even uh, like really good ones. So, let's focus on the on the older side of things first let's let's talk All about right. some of our f- uh, some of the the classic disney movies most memorables the one like some of our favorites like uh, i think the well, very f- the very first one was very, snow white they did yep, the
1: very fir- that came yep. out in let's see hold on 1937 yep they did a I'm, lot I'm looking of at, I'm, um, I'm, princess movies I'm look- I'm looking at it right now on Disney.
0: And I've seen all of these Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, all that shit. I, you know, and all that. <laughs> Bambi. The, the second one, yeah, the second one they did after Snow White was Pinocchio. Um, yep. We got Jiminy Cricket. Um, I think it was actually a while before Peter Pan, because Jiminy Cricket and Tinkerbell are both iconic Disney characters. Um
1: the uh, Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad came out in 1949.
0: Yeah, so that was a fun one, because that was like a double feature. You had uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and then Ichabod, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, uh, Yep, was the other side of that. So um, let's talk about like the ones we listed as our favorites that are among the older ones, too. I think the oldest one I listed was Robin Hood. Now, this would be the one with the fox as robin hood and the bear that they ended up reusing for baloo uh, in jungle book. Yeah. But it was it was a really good telling of the Robin Hood story. A lot of it is uh, very memorable to me. I still remember the rooster playing the guitar. Um Yeah. I still remember oodala oodala galewor today, you know that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like a, it's a, it's a classic tale retold in Disney fashion like so many of these are in a way that yeah. is enjoyable. And it's all anthropomorphic animals too and like the, the the spoiled king is funny, you know, and they have that usual dis old school Disney slapstick comedy for like the big conflict scene. Um mm-hmm. yeah, but that that one I have the Blu-ray of that uh still sitting neatly on okay. my shelf here. Yeah. Um nice, nice remastered and restored. Um very what, nice. What was the oldest one on your list?
1: The oldest one on my list... Hold on.
0: What was your list again?
1: Mine was Aladdin, Lion King, Tarzan, Emperor's New Groove, and uh, the OG Lilo and Stitch.
0: So, I think the oldest thing on your list has to be either Aladdin or Lion King,
1: yeah, I'm looking at so Aladdin came out in nineteen ninety two Lion King came out in nineteen ninety four so the yep. oldest thing on my list is Aladdin
0: and that one was on my list too. that's an easy one to yeah. talk about Robin oh my God Robin Williams, Robin Williams. genie Williams. yeah,
1: yes, dude. Aladdin oh my god like so many
0: based on like Alibaba and the 40 Thieves or whatever like those actual storybooks from yeah yeah I I this the yeah Aladdin had some of my overall favorite like everything one of my favorite stories some of my favorite characters one of my favorite villains one of my favorite villains mm-hmm. villain sidekicks favorite hero sidekicks Iago. yeah yeah you know, like great voice casting, um, like very well done animation. Uh, yes, yeah, especially now, especially the parts like with the 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 carpet. Great soundtrack, super memorable soundtrack. Like,
1: absolutely,
0: phenomenal now, soundtrack.
1: <laughs> question: Since we're talking about the older stuff, and this one just so happens to have a live action remake counterpart are we allowed to talk about that in this
0: yeah no. are, I, we, I think are we gonna it, have i think we're we gonna been, have a
1: separate segment for the uh for the um
0: well we did for the we, live actions we did talk about disney remakes a bit in our remakes episode that we did back in episode seven of the show um but I,
1: oh yeah, yeah we, compar-
0: we comparatively we can we can mention it yeah like uh, okay. because the remake okay. the remake of this some of them the ori- original is better and some of them the well i don't think in any case the remake is better the original is always better in with the disney movies not always yeah. not always Absolutely, yeah. not always the case with everything there are some horror movies where the remake is better but um, right but like with the Disney Aladdin. with the Disney movies the animated version is almost always better but whether or not the remake can live up to it is the question and in the case of Aladdin I think it does. I think it's a good Yeah. Uh, on its own. It it
1: it was a good remake on its own. I liked yeah. it. I liked the way Will Smith made the role his own and d- didn't try to replicate what Robin Williams made the genie because right. robin williams yeah no the, the, he made it his own i liked it um but that Prince was Ali, my biggest that, he, yeah. Na, na, na,
0: na. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah that yeah yes no like that was my biggest concern going into it and i i um I went in, I went into it thinking okay he's gonna butcher this but no he he delivered and he um he made it his own and I think if once I learned to separate the two I think it would made it more um it made it, it made more sense
0: yeah yeah, no, it worked. It was it was fun. It was an enjoyable watch, but yeah, it yeah. Was. but it man, really was. the original. I can go back and watch that one a million times and never get tired of it. Oh definitely, God. definitely a top for me. Um, yes, that one and Hercules, which was was also the, like those were the first two I mentioned. And Hercules has always been a a great one. James Woods is Hades. Um, yep, that know? was
1: one of my favorites as well. Another another good soundtrack it. there too. Hercules. Yes. My all-time favorites, like, dude. Speaking of, I know this is man. It's, we're it's still talking about Hercules. But do you remember the Hercules plates that McDonald's had, like the collectors, the collectors plates?
0: Yes. So,
1: I may I also or may remember not...
0: like the different Disney glasses, like the Beauty and the Beast ones and stuff like that.
1: Yes, I may or may not have acquired uh the entire collection of um Hercules plates within the last year
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: So after my my uh my stepdad's mom passed away, my dad and my stepdad were going through their stuff because my stepdad's dad had passed away back in 2016. So both of his parents are gone. So they're going through their stuff and my dad messages me and he said hey do you remember the Hercules plates that you had when you were a kid? I said yes. Would you like the entire collection courtesy of Grandma and Grandpa Bunch? I said Yes, please. I would absolutely love that, and I would absolutely put them on display when I can. Nice. Like, I have I have the entire collection, and it's... Def- those plates aren't going to get used. No, not by any means. Those are going to go on display for, like, memorabilia purposes.
0: Okay. Yeah, um... I think you might have told that story before, but what a better place to retell it than on the Disney episode.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, I, th- I, So Hercules was always a good one because of the phenomenal James Woods acting and stuff, but this was also like yes. the time when Disney was starting to mix a little bit of CGI into their hand-drawn animation. Like that battle yep. with the Hy- Hydra had some computer shit oh, behind yes. it. Oh yes, sure and did. It was very well done, I think. Um, I, I, yeah, it was. Interesting mixes. This movie is also what got me into Greek mythology, which in turn is what led me to getting into the God of War games down the line. Um, there you go. Because they started in Greek mythology before they moved to Norse. So, um, yep. But yeah, that was... Uh, that was, Oh man, I love the... I love the original animated Hercules. Um, yes, absolutely. And you, you had... Aladdin, said, Lion, uh, King. Lion, Lion King, Lion King, yeah, the Lion King.
1: Oh my god, I absolutely loved the Lion King. Very memorable soundtrack. one of my absolute favorite soundtracks of Disney history. Mm-hmm. Can't be King Hakuna
0: Matata, Circle of Life. Like those because, songs are known by name.
1: Like because Elton be John, Elton John for crying out loud did the soundtrack of, of of the songs that were like just not necessarily the the soundtrack itself but the the entire soundtrack
0: okay yeah yeah it very well done elton um,
1: john yeah no elton john was the big draw for me
0: yeah that is yeah, it's a beautiful soundtrack, and it definitely stands out the most in the Can You Feel the Love Tonight song. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Or the, uh, or the, also known as the Two Lions That Are Possibly Siblings Shag in the Moonlight song.
1: Yeah, that. <laughs> yep Um, oh so many good songs
0: in that movie though like every song in that movie is a banger i can't say i love every song in every disney movie but the lion king is probably the one where i can say every last single goddamn one of them is good like not a single not a single bad song in the whole movie um not even i I shouldn't even word it like that because none of them really have bad songs quote-unquote not a single song in the movie that i don't like i like all of them in this one in that one there yeah, Did you I know, know the Lion I, I King agree. is based on uh based on Hamlet?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Yeah, the story of the Lion King is based on Hamlet. Same story. Basically.
1: Speaking of, I I know that the Writer's Strike uh stopped or the Writer's Strike and or the uh Screen Actors Guild strike. Um
0: Writer's strike resolved, actors strike still going.
1: Okay, actors strike. At the um, time of
0: recording this.
1: Okay. This is it's pre- it's prevented it from being even started um the Mufasa movie that was that was that they've been talking that Disney's been talking about.
0: Mm. I don't know if I want that. I feel like it'd be hard to do without James Earl Jones and then they're just going to Darth Vader it and do it with AI. <laughs> You know? Yeah, you're Which not is kind of like what these strikes are all about in the first place. Yeah. part Partly, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Some... They they do better. I just want to see them keep adding more new original stories to their lineup. They don't need to keep doing, like, uh... It's... it's, it's Lion King is too old to keep going back to it at this point. Like, you know? Um... Keep, some things just need to stay in the vault. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Um but Lion King is definitely one of the better ones. A lot of likable characters and there's some great voice acting too from all the characters. Matthew Broderick, um Nathan Lane, uh Yes. uh Jeremy Irons. So many mm-hmm. good ones. Uh James Earl Jones, all that fun stuff. So, um <clears throat> okay. So the Lion King is one of the ones you mentioned. I mentioned Atlantis, the Lost Empire, which I find to be a very that was a good one. Underrated, I find it underrated. I don't think it's popular enough in the mainstream Disney eye. I don't. I don't think it got the attention it deserved. Um, very underrated. So, if I remember correctly, in this movie, uh, the main character Milo Thatch was played by Michael J. Fox. Uh, I believe so. But yeah, this was like about the expedition team that were going to find the lost city of Atlantis and they were led by him cuz he was the like researcher and you had like the the tough muscle guy and the explosions guy I remember him he's mm-hmm. like hi, I'm Vinny, I do the kabooms, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Then you had the creepy little mole guy that did the digging and he always talked like this like some kind of Igor creature. <laughs> he was
1: a Frenchman. He yeah. was French.
0: Yeah. And then there was, like, the tomboy girl that was the mechanic. Um, Yep. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, there was a great cast of characters in that one. Really good animation. Um, Very cool, like, action pieces, action set pieces in that one. Um, I I really, I think that one is, like, completely underrated. Um, And speaking of ones that are kind of underrated, you had The Emperor's New Groove on your list.
1: Yes, I did. David I Spade and John David Goodman. Spade. Yes, these two together are fucking hilarious.
0: It was Disney's first attempt at like an animated, like full-on comedy, right? Like full, like you know, yeah.
1: No, wait. Animated of- comedy. You said animated comedy.
0: Yeah, like a like like a movie that is like full-on comedy. Like advertised you threw up my as groove. a com- Like advertised as a comedy. Yeah. Cuz like yeah. all of their movies leading up to that, they all had comedy in them, but they weren't advertised as comedies. This one right.
1: was. Right. It sure was.
0: Some great some great memes came out of this movie. Oh, um, absolutely. There is, like, I think it's gotten, like, more of a resurgence in more recent years with the internet, but when it first came out, I don't think it got, like, the attention it really deserved, you know? No. I think it was too different for people that were used to Disney's original style of other, you know, yeah. up to that point. It was something out of the box for them. Um, but it was it was a risk that paid off, I think. I really liked it. Yeah. It's 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 a funny it's a funny movie. Just some of the visual gags too, like when they're ch- during the final fight when they're all they're trying the different potions and keep switching animals that they are, um, and just other stuff like that. Kronk, played by um, Patrick Warburton, is yep. probably the best part of the whole movie. Honestly, yeah, like, he is. Like you, Patrick Warburton is Kronk. Like there's no yeah no yeah no. like...
1: my one of my favorite parts in the movie that had me absolutely dying was um the uh, the squirrel. Oh the yeah, squirrel. And, the yeah. squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and then the squirrel that like threatened to pop the balloon. Uh, he popped the balloon near close by all of the sleeping jaguars.
0: <laughs>
1: and just, then it didn't even wake him wouldn't wake him up. It was when it was when Kuzco went, ha is that what that's what woke up the sh- woke up the fucking Jaguars and that was I, I, I fucking died. I, that movie I was,
0: that that movie did have a good message about being it did. A, a, a smarmy rich asshole. like it, Yeah, it did. He, he kept getting screwed over by his own hubris. It was funny mm-hmm. to see. Um, I mean, everyone learned a nice lesson in the end, too, but it was cool to see that. I think one of my favorite scenes is, like, the diner scene where everyone keeps near missing each other in, like, a sitcom yep. type of way. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And they're, like, all there at the same time. They don't even realize it's them. Like, right. yeah. Like, when one puts the menu down, the other one puts their menu up, so they don't see each other. Right. Uh, yeah, it was like some Three Stooges type shit, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I was into it. That one that one was definitely one of my favorites. Um, uh, Let's see. Robin Hood, Aladdin, Hercules, Atlantis. Uh, what else is there? Oh, Encanto. Yeah, that was one of mine. Jumping way into, the, like, the more recent ones. That one's from a couple years ago. I think that one just had, like, a really good message that probably hit home for a lot of people. Like, there's at least one character in that movie that's relatable to everyone. Um, uh, And, like, it's, you know, it's this, like, new phase of Disney where instead of classic cartoon villains, the villain is, like, family trauma (laughs) in a lot of their movies. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just, it's it makes for really good storytelling but also that movie had a banger soundtrack i still listen to the strong girls song uh surface pressure like all the time okay yeah when i thought it was really good and if like i know the bruno song is an earworm that gets stuck in people's heads and it's a good song we don't song. talk
1: about bruno no no
0: <laughs> yeah i think it it's a good song that got memed to hell it almost got let it go uh, you know what i mean it
1: sure did but it almost got the let it go treatment.
0: But it, um, but it, it came just close of going too far. But it stopped. It stopped while it was ahead. But yeah, it. But I, I personally think surface pressure is the better song. Honestly, Ma- like just because of the message in it. It's not built like as good. You know, it's not like like as uh. Melodious, but that's intentional. You know, it's not really meant to be. It's, it's, it's meant to be more hard hitting because of the like the song is supposed to feel like it's weighing down on you the same way the character feels the responsibility is weighing down on them. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's very well done in that aspect. um And that movie overall, just great message, great visuals. Uh, what was oh, your yeah. What was your fifth one again?
1: Lilo Which, and Stitch. It,
0: that's right. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch. Uh yes. Which we this talked is... about. We talked about a lot recently with the multimedia episode. Oh my god! Yeah, and how oh, Lilo and Stitch basically spawned off their own version of Pokemon. But, Pretty much.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so cool. Six hundred and wait, six, yeah, six hundred and twenty-six experiments. Got to find them all. Yeah. Lilo and Stitch was awesome. That song, that movie didn't really have its own original soundtrack though. Did it? It had more of I mean they had some in-universe songs, but a lot of that movie soundtrack was like actual songs plastered over the movie, right?
1: Uh, there was there was Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride.
0: Yeah, yeah, they had some. I remember. Yeah. Cuz I remember Stitch playing the ukulele and shit.
1: Yeah. Because there's a lot of Elvis in there too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd like. So, when I add, so, like, there's a difference between, like, original songs and licensed songs in a movie. And, like, the, yeah. the, the original songs is when they write a new song for that movie specifically. But they used a lot of licensed songs in that one, or they did covers of it because it was already existing Elvis music. Yeah. Um, but still, a great one, Lilo and Stitch. Very beautiful animation in that one. Oh my um, god! Yes,
1: some of the fun, funniest, very moments fun story. Com- yeah, it's funny. Some of the funniest, some of the funniest moments in Disney history have come from Lilo and Stitch.
0: Oh, you say so, huh? Um, yes. Yeah. So, what do you see? Your favorite parts of that movie?
1: Oh my god. Um. I, I'm. No, that was not in this one that was I think that was Lilo and Stitch 2
0: they're starting to blend together huh
1: yeah no I cause man I'd have to say any and all scenes that had Stitch in them I'm not even gonna lie it's any and all scenes that had Stitch was my favorite (laughs) parts of the movie fair enough and that's pretty much all of the movie
0: yeah Every movie's got, like, every Disney movie's got, like, the one standout character that you really like. Like, Genie's got Aladdin, or Aladdin's got Genie, I mean. Mm, um, yeah. You know, um, Lilo and Stitch has Stitch, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's always, like, that one comic relief character that everyone walks away from the movie remembering more than anything else, you know. Completely. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he would be the first thing I remember from that movie, but he's he's definitely funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, him and Jumba, who was the original villain, and then the villain got switched over to Gantu about halfway through the movie. And Jumba Gantu, Jukiba. I like Gantu, Kevin Michael Richardson playing Gantu, who... Um, yep. Fun fact, also played the voices of Rollo and... Um, and Lester, the the redneck neighbor in the Cleveland show. Okay. Yep. Yep. No, wait, he didn't play Rollo. He played Cleveland Jr. and Lester. Rollo was played by Mike Henry, who also played Cleveland on that show. Yeah. Um, But, anyways, yeah. Um, Let's kind of dive a little bit. So let's look at what I'll call different sections of the Disney er eras, if you will. So I was going to
1: say, because we last landed on Stitch, I think that would be a perfect segue to talk about the Disney parks, because there is a ride called, uh, I forget, uh, it was, um, the uh the this
0: oh say anything and everything you need to about the disney parks the stage is yours for this part because i have not been to any of them so i basically have no input
1: <laughs> okay so this okay so it was it was called stitch's great escape and you go in and you're uh basically You're recru- basically a new a, a recruit to help capture Experiment Six Two Six, and there was some original like like they 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 had the voice actor that did Stitch do like original like dialogue for this ride. And it was fucking hilarious. And it was like nice. you know like in like the movie where there's like there we they they say they see that he uh that he landed on planet Earth well in the ride, it zooms in a little bit further to Orlando, Florida. Which just so happens to be where Walt Disney World is, and it's it's amazing. It's awesome.
0: Okay. Let's uh, let's narrow uh, it down. Let's narrow it down a bit for condensation's sake. Tell us about your three favorite rides or attractions uh, across oh, the Disney the Disney theme parks. Your dude,
1: there's okay. So top I have- top top three. Top three. Can I do top five?
0: <laughs> um, if the stitch one counts.
1: Okay. Um,
0: so that leaves room for four
1: Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Rock and roller coaster. Featuring Aerosmith. Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. And... Shit. Ooh. I'm gonna spitball one. The teacups.
0: I guess you didn't need four slots after all.
1: <laughs> I guess not. No, there was the no, the three. So tell us, the three. These, uh, tell us about uh,
0: these. Tell us. Go more in depth. Walk us. Walk us through these experiences. Why are they so great? Oh man,
1: dude. So, the fucking the the Pirates of the Caribbean, on its own, is is a Disney staple. Like, fucking. This, to see how that ride has come along throughout the years is amazing. And the fact that there was five movies made from the ride. And when they released the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, they intemplated uh, Jack Sparrow. Uh, They also brought in uh, Davy Jones and a few others. And it's seeing how that ride has evolved from the year that it opened in 1967 to now is amazing. Some would say that it didn't need... The updates, but that's your Disney perfectionists, Disney Park perfectionists. Let me let me rephrase that. Disney parts, tra- Disney Park traditionalists. Yes. Now, let's see. What was? Rock and roller coaster uh, featuring Aerosmith. So, basic. I know I've talked about this one a lot. Yeah,
0: you, yeah, you have they, mentioned. Yeah, this no,
1: this this one I don't think. well better? No, cause so I'll 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 say it again. Like this is like you. It's basically a super stretched limo ride to an Aerosmith concert with backstage passes. Because yeah, you go into that room, they got that. I don't know what it is that they use. Is whether it be like they pulling some Star Wars shit, bro? Like fucking holograms, but it looks like actual people in that room.
0: Nice.
1: They'd be pulling some like Obi Wan can like. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. The f- That kind of shit. Like, oh my god. Like... And oh... Um, man, I'm telling you.
0: The Tower of Terror one, is, isn't this the one where, like, the elevator drops?
1: Yes. And it doesn't just drop, it pulls you down. So if you're not buckled in, your ass is flying to the top of the elevator.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> wow that's
1: they and it's 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 not all the same drops every time it's random every time they switch it up
0: damn okay
1: yeah i learned that one the hard way
0: well i don't have uh disney parks experience so i can't say a whole lot about that one but uh if they
1: made a Disney, Disney Channel movie out of it or a Disney or, uh, made for TV movie out of it.
0: That I do know. Yeah. Yeah, Uh-oh. that
1: was that was based on that ride, yeah.
0: But uh if I circle back to the uh to the um movies and whatnot here, I want to do like a quick like a like a quick not like not like quick fire, not like rapid fire, but like a snappy Okay. Uh, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention different categories that different types of Disney movies fall under, and we're gonna say what our favorite movie in each of these categories is, and so we'll start okay. with an easy one. Disney princess movies. The fa- favorite princess movie. Um. I, oh, shit. I'd I wanna have say to... sleep, Sleeping Beauty.
1: I'll have to say...
0: Maybe. It's like, no, or Beauty and the Beast. Mulan. Does that count?
1: Yeah. Wait, no. No, because at the Disney parks, Mulan will tell you she is not a princess. She is a legend. She's
0: not. She's a, yeah, she's a. a, a she's a warrior. legend. I think Vanellope from Wreck It Ralph counts. Tiana from Princess and the Frog, obviously. Okay. Cinderella. Pocahontas does not count. Not a princess. Um. I don't think, God damn but it. like, but like, c- cause that was going to c- be my next one. Cinderella. Sleeping okay. Beauty, I have Snow to say, White, okay. Um, I have to
1: say Cinderella because Gus, Gus,
0: Ariel, Ariel's a counts as a princess too.
1: Yep. I, I like Gus, Gus from Cinderella.
0: Yeah. Cinderella was a good one. Uh, bippity boppity boo and all that. <laughs> you uh-huh. know? That's definitely an iconic one too. Yeah. So I okay. have to say Cinderella. Favorite Disney movie where animals are the main characters. Can be 3D animated, original, it doesn't matter. But the the, the animals are the main focus. Lady and the Tramp, 101 Dalmatians, um, Bolt, uh, any of that shit. Uh, not Zootopia, not anthropomorphic animals. Actual animal animals are the main focus here.
1: Ooh.
0: Mine is the Ooh. Aristocats. Okay. Everybody wants to be a cat to it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, uh, you're going to make me pull out Disney Plus again. Hold on. <laughs> God damn it.
0: These should just be able to come to you. Like, you should oh immediately know no. what your favorite no, is. Like like,
1: <laughs> bro, like, there's so many.
0: Yeah, but, like, the first one you think of is most likely going to be your favorite because it's the first one you thought of that was usually how those things work.
1: <laughs> Fox and the Hound.
0: Yeah, that's a very good choice. That is a very good choice. A sad Fox movie, the but a good Hound. one. A sad
1: movie, yeah, no, definitely sad movie. Yes. Sad sad movie.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. Um <laughs> yes, okay. Um most underrated Disney movie. Treasure I have to Planet. Say. I can agree with that one. I also says to say, Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron is also severely underrated. But yeah, I agree no. with I, I agree with Treasure Planet as well. That one doesn't get the love it deserves. Did you notice there was a Treasure Planet reference in that Disney 100 thing? You, he was he surfed I, by on the thing. I did. I did glider. notice that.
1: I did notice that.
0: So that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, based on the on the pirate story, Treasure Island.
1: Uh huh. Um, Muppets yeah. did that did a did a did the Muppet Muppet Treasure Island.
0: Yes. Favorite Pixar movie.
1: Favorite Pixar movie. Now that is a hard one.
0: Yes, yeah, because there's a lot of good ones. We're thinking Toy Story, Bug's Life, Cars, Finding Nemo, Um Elemental. Oh my god. Uh Inside Out. Um Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: And it gets confusing because all Disney movies are animated like that now, even if uh, they're not if they're not Pixar. So sometimes people get them confused. Like Encanto, I don't think was Pixar, but it was Disney. I could be wrong. Yeah,
1: it was not. It was not Pixar. I don't think so.
0: Same for no. Was Onward? Onward might have been Pixar. Onward
1: is Pixar. Onward is okay. Pixar. I'm looking at the list right now.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um,
1: oh my god.
0: Monsters Inc is Pixar, I think.
1: Yeah, it sure is. Um. Oh my god, it's kind of uh, hard. It's kind of good. Hard dinosaur. To... The good dinosaur was Pixar.
0: Yeah.
1: Coco <laughs> was Pixar. I've n- I have not Ooh. seen Coco. I have not Co- seen Coco.
0: I might have to pick Coco. I forgot that one was Pixar. That one is a tearjerker. Mm, that's a tearjerker. Uh,
1: Soul was Pixar. Turning red was Pixar.
0: Ah, oh, fuck! Soul's Pixar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Ooh, that's a toughie. Then I don't know. I might have to stick with the OGs and go with Toy Story on that one. Yeah, oh, I really, I to, I really yeah, like yeah. a. I really like a Bug's Life. A Bug's lie.
1: Life was was fantastic.
0: Okay, so on that, you said Toy Story for you too, then?
1: Toy Story for me too. Yeah, because I've been watching that a lot with a lot lately with my daughter.
0: I'd say Monsters Inc. is a close second for me. On Pixar. Yeah, I'd
1: have to agree with that.
0: Um. Okay, on that same note, then, anime, or 3D animated Disney movie that's not Pixar that you really like. I guess for me, oh. it would obviously be Encanto, was one it's of Zootopia.
1: them. Zootopia.
0: Zootopia is Zootopia's not Pixar, right? Or was it? No, it, it is a...
1: not. It was not. It's
0: not. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's another good one. Because they're all 3D animated. Now, I think that started with Bolt. Bolt was their first non Pixar 3D animated movie. I
1: mean, I could go back and say. Take take Zootopia back and go with with the, one of the OGS. It's not it's, heck, it's claymation.
0: Oh, the Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, that one is claymation. That one. Um, but you know you could you could count that in a way because it's not hand drawn. Right. Um, their last hand drawn animated movie was The Princess and the Frog, I believe. They had I like believe kind you of a, are correct before that one they had kind of like a downward spiral with some of their animated movies like Home on the Range wasn't very popular.
1: I um, liked that one,
0: yeah, no i I liked it too, but it just wasn't very popular <laughs> um, right they kind of hit their downward spiral there they came they hit a rena- another, they hit a I renaissance think... with Frozen and kind of came back after that.
1: Another really good Disney animation film that was recent was uh. Raya and the Last Dragon with Aquafina as uh, Yeah, uh,
0: I can't The Last Dragon. That dragon was in that animated short too. I sure can't was. Um, I can't remember how I felt about that one. I think I mostly I, loved it. I think I mostly liked it, but I had some issues <laughs> with some parts of it. Gotcha. Um but uh yeah, that one was uh that one was okay i I liked what was it um Luca was okay too, but there was something else that came out around that time that I thought blew them all out of the water, and I can't remember what it was, uh, to be honest with you, um, but I thought luca was luca was luca good. was Pixar yeah, Luca is Pixar, not not three d not non Pixar 3D, but uh, Big Hero Six would probably be one of my favorite non Pixar 3D animated ones. I think yeah. would probably be one of my choices. I even I thought Frozen was good too. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I thought that one was pretty good. Like it, a lot of people, I know it's like overplayed for a lot of people, and they got burnt it is. Out but on I'm, it. Not but like, dis- I'm
1: not going to just I'm not going to dismiss that it's an, it's a good movie because it is.
0: And it kicked off the second Disney Renaissance, so <laughs> there's that that too. Um But yeah, yeah, Disney had their um Renaissance. You remember how like the you can tell how old a Disney movie is by its opening credits because a lot of the really, really old ones like Bambi yep. and And 101 Mm -hmm. Nations and all that. Their opening credits used to be, like, all these, like, still images with, like, old English text and, like, a chorus singing over them. Like, you know, well, like, Mm -hmm. silhouettes of animals in the woods and shit. It was almost, like, weirdly haunting, the openings of some of these, you know? It feels like a fever dream.
1: (laughs) I want to go back to...
0: Dumbo was in that era too. I remember that. I almost forgot about Dumbo. I almost forgot about Dumbo.
1: (laughs) Another classic Disney movie that I still love to this day.
0: Pink elephants on parade.
1: A goofy movie.
0: Ah yes. Nothing Uh, beats a nothing beats a good old fashioned old yuck from the coaster. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Goofy's my bud. Goofy's my bud.
0: Remember when used to have those animated shorts that were, like, instructional videos, and he would always fuck it up? We
1: like, mm, yep. How to yeah, think-
0: iron? How to iron your clothes, and by, like, the end of it, he swallowed the ironing board or some shit. <laughs> like, Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's so stupid, I love it. Yep. Those are the cartoons they used to play on the screen in the House of Mouse. Um, yep, mm-hmm. So obviously we can't talk Disney without talking the the songs. So let's talk about our favorite Disney songs. I think since some of these I just left,
1: left off on a Goofy movie, I have to start with the Goofy movie sound, the Goofy movie soundtrack. Okay, so we've got two of my favorites. I I I can't just narrow it down to one. Because these two are done by the in-universe pop star, Powerline. We've got yeah. Eye, Eye to Eye and Stand Out. I'd have to say those are two the, my two favorite songs from this, this movie. However, however, it is... Those two are in major competition... On the uh, on the Open Road.
0: Oh, yep, yep. That's one of the ones I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. So let's do like we did with the movies. Let's choose top five songs from Disney movies. But a caveat, you get one song from a movie. Once you've picked a song from that movie, you can't pick another one from it. Okay. So they all have to be different. Easy ones for me. Uh, Be a Man from Mulan. Okay. Um, It's a a good one. Uh, Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Uh, I want to say Friend Like Me from Aladdin.
1: Yeah, I have to agree. probably a good one. Surface surface
0: Pressure from Encanto. And um, I think for the last one, it would have to be... Uh, Everybody wants to be a cat from the Aristocats. Some okay. of these are just like memorable lyrics to me. I remember like almost all the words to some of them, not all of them, but like just the way they flow, how fun they are. You know, oh yeah, up, upbeat, memorable, catchy earworms. Like those are those those would be my five. That's my pick right there.
1: Okay, so I'd have to say Hakuna Matata from the Lion King. A Whole New World from Aladdin, Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. More specifically, the one that Phil Collins did with NSYNC.
0: I'm surprised you choose this over um, You'll Be In My Heart.
1: I like that one too, but I like the way the, uh, the Trash in the Camp with NSYNC sounds. It's all acapella.
0: <clears throat> this is slightly off topic, but not entirely. It's just a interesting point. I just have to point out, because it's funny to me that there was an episode of South Park a while back, the episode where they introduced Timmy, actually, where he joins the rock band, and mm-hmm. Phil Collins is in that episode, and they make fun of him in that episode because, I shit you not, not he didn't do anything to deserve it. They made fun of him in that episode because they were salty that he won a Grammy for that song over uh, <laughs> the song that they did for the South Park movie. <laughs> and so that's the only reason... And I was like, "This is why the I say that fuck? new New South Park is better because this is like, <laughs> actually s- smart jokes now instead of like that. Basically, like they're just mad, <laughs> so like, they like make fun of. But yeah, um, okay. So um, uh, that was two three, more.
1: That was three. Two more. Um, I can go the distance from Hercules.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Good one." I and would say then, zero to hero
1: is another another good choice for that one no i uh i resonate with uh i can go the distance so that that one that very, that that very one good hit, song. that one hits home for me Look oh the bare necessities the simple bare necessities bare necessities from uh bare necessities from the jungle book oh yeah, okay. that, that that's my number one i'm
0: glad I'm glad you said that because I was actually going to give that one an honorable mention because I didn't think about it but yeah that one deserves uh, to look for the bare necessities. necessities the yeah. simple
1: bare necessities yeah.
0: So and instead I'm going to give my honorable I'm going to give my honorable mention to um th- because it's not part of my list it's a cuz I I already did um be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. I think yeah. that's a fun one. Yeah. But I want to. I also want to give an honorable mention to No One Talks Like Gaston. No One Walks Like yes.
1: Gaston. <laughs> speaking of no Beauty one, and the Beast and speaking of no Gaston. No One Hides in
0: the Tall Beanstalks Like Gaston. <laughs>
1: speaking of Gaston, speaking of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Back when, I think it was, I, think, I don't remember what year it was. But I remember calling in on a radio contest. Oh. And the question, it was a trivia question. And the question was, what is the name of Gaston's henchman? I was the first caller to call in and give the correct answer. And I won a, I believe, I don't know if it was one of a kind but I know it was a special limited edition Christmas ornament. It was gold plate, and it had a silhouette of the beast with the rose.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So... And that was back um, before uh, B-103 was known as B-103, when it was still Light-103.
0: Well, we're on the on the topic of Disney mu- music too. I just want to point out two things. One, Fantasia is a fucking phenomenal experience, like from start to finish. That you can't movie, be a Disney like fan art. and have
1: not seen <laughs> Fantasia. Fantasia is, oh my god, not legendary. Not Disney, just
0: f- I think just like fan like music enthusiasts should experience yes, that movie. Too. Absolutely. Um. But not only that, but also on the terms of soundtracks—not necessarily in movie songs, but are OG soundtracks. The entire soundtrack to Tron Legacy was done by Daft Punk, and that was yeah, amazing.
1: It sure was. I I remember I really seeing I remember that. seeing Tron Legacy in theaters and uh, IMAX 3D.
0: Yeah, 3D! That movie probably had to look amazing in Oh 3D my god, the, it sure the fuck the did. The few examples of it doing it right, you know. It sure the
1: fuck did.
0: Um, Yeah, because on that note, I do want to talk about a little bit some of the, like, not just animated, but some of the live-action stuff, too. But not, yeah. like, not like all of these, like, not these, like, straight-to-video, like, l- low-budget live-action movies no. like the Apple Dump. Like the Apple Dumpling Gang and shit like that. I want to talk like the blockbusters, like Pirates of the Caribbean, Chronicles of Narnia. Um, I wouldn't call the original Tron a blockbuster, but I would call it a cult hit. And yes, I think it was. Way, I think it was way ahead of its time. Yes. if I'm being honest. Jeff Bridges, too, in mm-hmm. that. Um yeah great great shit i i'm a fan of tron and tron legacy but also the entire pirates franchise more so the first the first three movies yeah Um, i i think the worst movie in that franchise is the fourth one if i'm being honest the one with the mermaids and zombies i like Um, that one i think they bring it back with the with the fifth one my second dead men tell no tales my my second least favorite is actually the second movie, Dead Man's Chest. Oh yes, absolutely.
1: My, I got a jar, of dirt. I got a jar, of dirt. And guess what's inside it?
0: Like, not <laughs> to say that it's bad. Not to say that it's bad, but that movie definitely exists to bridge the gap between the first two. It doesn't stand yeah. on its own. No, it, it like it needs yeah yeah it. Um, my favorite is At World's End, the th- the third one where they have like jack sparrows like mind prison in david jones locker and they have like Mm. uh the the big epic battle between all the ships at the end and like i think i think it has some of the best jokes some of the best character interactions some of the best set pieces and action scenes yeah um yeah and it's uh made for a really great level in kingdom hearts (laughs) 3 so yeah no um, shit yeah um so that one is my favorite. Johnny Depp is always great in those. I like the live-action Alice in Wonderland movies by Tim Burton. Johnny Depp is great in those, too. Mm-hmm. The first one more so. The second one was kind of... You happy. know the another one,
1: was one that was really good that Johnny Depp was in? It doesn't get all the attention it it should. The Lone Ranger, yeah, the Lone Ranger. Oh yeah, the Lone yeah, Ranger. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's because Arnie Hammer turned out to be a cannibal. So <laughs> Jesus fuck! Like did you not know? No, about that? I
1: didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, the guy who played the Lone Ranger in that movie turns out he uh, he likes the taste of people. So he's a yeah. he's a
1: genuine Hannibal Lecter. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, not a great thing to be. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So not well, not that quite the. Maybe not necessarily on that. I don't think he's going around killing people to get his fix, but he's. You know, I don't think there's any way that you can get human flesh that's considered ethical. No. So. <laughs> 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 oh, but yeah, nope. Um, <clears throat> Johnny Depp was great in that movie too, but like, uh, the the role for his character did feel a little stereotypical. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It also felt, because the movie was being, was produced by Jerry Bruckheimer or directed or whatever, it really felt like they were just doing pirates again in the Old West. Yeah. It felt like a pirates movie in the Old it West. It did. It really did. Um, very similar vibes there. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think, what are some other, let's see, we had Narnia, we had like what, two or three Narnia movies? Three. Right? There was three. At least three, yeah. There was three. I keep forgetting one about of the them, one. of them, the third
1: one was not Disney.
0: It wasn't? No, okay. it wasn't.
1: Not originally.
0: I didn't know that. The Voyage... Is that The Voyage of the Dawn Treader? Is that the third one? Yes. Because it's Lion, Witch, in the dra- Wardrobe, and then there's... Is Prince Caspian the second Just one? Prince
1: Caspian was the second one, yes.
0: Okay, and then The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which the at that point, that one's more about like their stupid cousin. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, and I think like the youngest of them goes with him in that one, but the others don't this time yeah. because they're too old now. Yeah, I remember that. Those movies skipped some of the books. Like, they the, did, and I've they, from
1: what I've heard, I do believe Netflix will be picking up a, an, an original series for The Chronicles of Narnia that follows the chronological order of the books.
0: Interesting. I'm really hoping but that I can that's see true. Why, I can see why, though, because some of those books I don't think translate very well to movies. Some of them do. Like, the very first book is about the creation of that world. Yeah. And it it, it almost reads biblically, in a way. And it, I don't think it would make for a very interesting movie. Like, it would be like watching a movie about watching, like, basically the Big Bang happen.
1: <laughs> like, Fair you know. point. I'd like um, to see that.
0: But the but the book that comes between Lion Witch and the Wardrobe and Prince Caspian is actually a book about Prince Caspian. It's his origin story. Yeah, and it, if I remember correctly, and that one would probably make for a good movie. I can see why they skipped it though, because the movies were focusing on the Pevensey's children, not the not other characters. Yeah, they was focusing on Peter and Lucy and them. One of my mostly, favorite so. characters
1: from. The Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe was Mr. Tumness.
0: Ah, Mr. Yes, Tumness. I, I, I agree. Um Okay. So um yeah, we talked about like Old Disney, New Disney. Let's oh yeah, I got another good one for you. Who are some of your favorite sidekick or comic relief characters? We talked about like the genie. Uh, what are some other good examples? Fred from Big Hero Six. Pumba. Is probably Pumbaa from yeah Timon and Timon, Pumba, yeah, yeah, Timon and Pumbaa right. yeah um, Mushu from Mulan yes Mushu Eddie definitely. Murphy's character uh, Pleakley yeah. from Lilo and Stitch yes yep yeah, Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch I agree he Gantu is also technically comic relief I think even though he's the villain yeah I think he counts as comic relief <laughs> in that movie as well they didn't they didn't have too much comic relief in the older ones I think some of the villains were like a hundred I got one for you yeah? and Jet Horace and Jasper were the comic relief in that, I think. Like they were bumbling idiot henchmen, hey, you know. Hey,
1: hey, from uh, Moana. Moana. Yeah, yeah. The chicken. I
0: think Maui, Maui also counts as comedic relief in that movie too.
1: Yeah, I I, I could agree way. with that. Either
0: way, you know. But yeah, definitely. Hey, hey, he's definitely like the sidekick animal sidekick. My dad,
1: my dad said at one point that Hey, hey, is his spirit animal.
0: Um, Miko, Flit, and Percy in Pocahontas. Yes. All chase, chasing ag- each other around.
1: I could agree with that.
0: Yeah, the raccoon, the hummingbird, and the dog. Um, they all... <laughs> yeah. Yes. That, uh, um, the mice and the cat in Cinderella. Gus, 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 Gus and Jock.
1: Gus, Gus, and Jock, Gu- yep.
0: And Lucifer the cat, or as they called him, Rusefee.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, so those are some good examples. I don't think Fox and the Hound had any comedic relief character. Oh, yeah, the woodpecker. He was the the woodpecker and his little, the little finch uh, that they hung around the owl. The woodpecker was the comedic relief, I think. That's right. He he, he was kind of like one of those dumb sidekicks, like, "Uh, which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. One of those type, Yeah yeah and cause it was always like the big it's funny to me in those types of character dynamics the big one the big strong one is always stupid and the little mouthy like the mouthy one isn't strong at all he's really small but he's still the one in charge <laughs> like yep, yeah it's cause he's smarter than the big dumb one and yep. it's like man if only you knew you could overpower him you know and then he's always they always like sm- backhand their henchman across the face and go eh shut up <laughs> mhm Uh, I think I veered out of Disney and into Looney Tunes there a little bit, but um, little bit, little bit. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, pretty much every Disney movie has your comic relief character. I would argue in Ryan the Last Dragon, the dragon herself is the comedic relief being played by a comedian and all. Yep, you know, um, Inside Out, uh, that one had who would be the like, I I I haven't seen that
1: one enough to to you haven't I haven't seen that one enough. Oh, I've really? seen it. I've seen it. I just haven't seen it enough to remember.
0: Bing Bong probably counts, even though he's also like, a very tragic character. Um, yeah,
1: I could agree with that.
0: But I would say as far as the main cast, basically all the characters that aren't happiness and sadness, that aren't joy and sadness, joy and sadness are the two main characters. So the other three, they're the comic relief. Okay. That's... Because you notice most of the time they're all bumbling over each other, and it's very clear that they can't run things without joy and sadness up there with them. Like, yeah. those two keep everything together. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they definitely... They're like the chaotic trio yep. um, mm-hmm. in that story. I would definitely call them that. So, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a lot of good ones. Um, these characters all so, so memorable. Um... <laughs> Mater, Mater and Cars.
1: Yes, Mater and Cars. How can we forget about the lovable Mater, played by, voiced by none other than Larry the Cable Guy. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Lightning McQueen was played by Owen Wilson. Sure was, sure was. Yeah, I, he said, "Kachow." Chow. Kachow. <laughs> he did. He did what in his cup? But yeah, um, that. That movie, I, I remember the first time I saw that, I was old enough to actually get one of the innuendos in that movie, uh-huh. and it was when the two female fan cars flashed lightning their headlights, <laughs> and yep. like I got caught off guard for a moment there, I was like, damn, did they just really do that? <laughs>
1: like, they sure did.
0: Yeah, it, it it doesn't surprise me anymore at this point, but it's like I thought that was kind of funny when it happened.
1: Oh yeah, um, absolutely.
0: But okay, well, we still have time, real quick, we will veer, because we've talked so much about all these movies, and there's just so many movies out there, it's impossible to cover all of them in in one sitting, and do all of them the justice that they really, truly deserve, and it's just like, I'm sure there's several that we didn't even say the names of that didn't even cross our minds, but they're like The Sword and the Stone, for example. Another one
1: was Oliver and Company.
0: Oliver and Company, yeah, exa- yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> We're already thinking of the ones we didn't think of.
1: <laughs> yep. Um,
0: that one's got a good song too, like "Why Should I Worry?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's like Dodger. Um, in fact, if I remember correctly, in the animated special, I think I saw Dodger riding in Vanellope's race car. Um, yeah. In that, yeah, because she was driving and he was in the passenger seat. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so, while we still have time, then, um, we're going to veer off a little bit and talk about, real quickly, some of our favorite Disney cartoons growing up. That, not ones based off movies, but original cartoons made for TV, like Toon Disney, animated originals like Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles. Maybe they had movies made about them later, but they started as shows. These Mm -hmm. kind of things. Marsupalami, Bonkers. That kind of shit.
1: Bro, I Um, had all of the fucking gargoyle action figures as a kid, and I had a special spot above my Goosebumps books and my Animorphs books dedicated to my gargoyles uh, um, action figures watching over me in my room on the top shelf.
0: That's awesome. Yes. I I just remember so many, like, uh, Darkwing Duck, when there's trouble, you call DW. Darkwing Duck. He's like, let's get dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good. Chippendale.
1: Chippendale.
0: Chippendale. Rescue. ch ch Chip, chip Chippendale. Rescue Rangers. Yes. Yeah. Ducktails. Yep. DuckTales. DuckTales.
1: Duck DuckTales, yeah.
0: Tailspin, tail which was spin. T- oh, technically based on the Jungle Book, but it was its own original story. Yeah. You know, because there was no point in the Jungle Book where Baloo was a pilot, so. No, never. You know, this was a, a spin a tail spinoff if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, um,
1: Let's see. Yeah,
0: but it was a good one. The Emperor's New School, uh, or, yeah, yeah, The Emperor's New School. Because that was based on the movie. You're gonna make me bust out
1: Disney Plus again.
0: Did you, did you <laughs> the, the, the 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 proud family? Yes, I um, remember the proud family. Did you ever see Bonkers? The one with like the Bobcat. Uh, I, that had was, like, the, really goofy, I had the like...
1: I had the bendy toy when I was a kid. Uh.
0: It's like but I daddle down the toontown when can't, the can't dentle dan like opening song was like very like scat jazz
1: style.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cause it was
1: like here's a good one. Here's a throwback. I think
0: I think the Toontown that Bonkers takes place in was supposed to be the same Toontown from Roger Rabbit.
1: The Adventures of the Gummy Bears.
0: Ah, yes. Gummy bears bears bouncing here and there
1: and everywhere.
0: I remember. I remember. Okay, I
1: got. I got a more. Got a more recent one for you that. uh, A lot of recent, you say? Yeah, recent, and I actually will actually sit down and watch this and giggle myself. Okay. Ryan talked, or no? It was Spencer talked a little bit about it uh, a while ago on Fortress of Nerditude. Uh, Bluey. It's fucking hilarious.
0: That's Disney. Yes. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, that's I wasn't, Disney. I wasn't. I wasn't really thinking like the Disney Junior, but hey, that counts.
1: <laughs> bluey, yeah, no Bluey. It's 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 hilarious.
0: Fair enough. And obviously, I, I, got, I can't. I, I can't talk about um, Di- animated Disney shows of this era without talking about Disney's House of Mouse, which is the great culmination of all yes. of it put together. God, uh, I love that! I miss and, that show so much. I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and watch episodes of it again just for nostalgia.
1: Like, I know that uh, the other oh, no there another one, Kim Possible, was another good one.
0: Ah, yes, Kim Possible. That was a, that was a good one. Yes, uh, Recess. 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 Yes.
1: Um, the Little Mermaid had their own had its own uh, animated series at one point. The Timon. No, yeah, we
0: did. We Tim- did talk about those in like multimedia. Stuff. I was trying to think of more like the originals, uh, the original series, like things that started as cartoons here. Uh,
1: this didn't necessarily start as a cartoon, but it culminated from the movies. Mighty Ducks, the animated series.
0: That's true. I do remember that they had that. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah, so many much. I can't believe we did all this Disney talk and didn't mention Winnie the Pooh. It's Phineas, kind of a big deal.
1: <laughs> right. Phineas and Ferb.
0: Phineas and Ferb, yep, yep, that's one, that's one. Um, uh, is oh shit, what's Rock. the um? Can't forget Schoolhouse Rock,
1: what's... or even Roly Polioli.
0: Damn it, I'm trying to think. What's the one with TV the with J. the Otter. what's what's the one where one of the villains is Gravity Falls? That is the one I'm thinking. Gravity Falls. That's I supposed have... to be a really good one.
1: I've not seen any of it yet.
0: All I know is that it gets really dark at points, and one of the villains is a pyramid with an eyeball in it.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. it's But it is apparently really good, and apparently there is, like, Rick and Morty Easter eggs in it, too. Oh, times.
1: really? Okay.
0: Yeah. Which, is Phineas and Ferb the one with Clary the platypus? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's also the one where like they drive their sister nuts because she always tries to tattle on them and they always have it like fixed by the time the parents get there. <laughs> yep.
1: Pepper Ann. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember
0: another remember that. one of wow. my
1: another one of my favorites from Playhouse Disney was PB and J Otter.
0: Okay. Yeah, I remember that. There's been some classic Mickey Mouse cartoons too throughout the ages, like just different ones here and there. Uh oh, Quack yeah. Pack was a was a Donald Duck one, Quack Pack. Mm-hmm. Like I said there was DuckTales um ooh Goofy uh, Goof Troop. Goof, goof troop. troop was a Goof Troop yep. was
1: one of my favorites.
0: Yep. With the Goof Troop, we'll always come together. Yeah, something like that. Best of friends forever. Um okay, so those... That's a pretty good trip down Nostalgia Lane. All of those cartoons. Um, uh, gonna shift gears a little bit and before we wrap up here I want to ask Disney video games and before, Yes! Ooh. We're gonna say King, Kingdom Hearts. Of course we're gonna say fucking Kingdom Hearts. Yes. It's like the great culmination of all things Disney put together. There's yes. like literally every, every level in the, those games is based on a different Disney movie. Yes. But we've... We... <laughs> That game, I could go on and on about it, but just just to be... What I'm going to do real quick is I'm just going to list off the Disney movies that got major representation in these games. Alice in Wonderland, Hercules, Tarzan, Aladdin, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Little Mermaid, Peter Pan, Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, Tron, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Lion King... Um, I want to say Frozen, um, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Fantasia, Toy Story, uh, Big Hero Six, Tangled, and there are more. There's also Easter eggs to 101 Dalmatians, Lady and the Tramp, Bambi, Dumbo, shit like that. But those are some of the. But yeah, a lot of those things got representation in there. Very good stuff. Sleeping Beauty. Um, Lilo and Stitch, uh, they all got <clears throat> representation in there. Snow White, Cinderella, uh-huh. all the princess, all the princesses. Oh yeah. Got so, but so besides Kingdom Hearts, other Disney video games. We talked before about like the classic, like Genesis and uh, Nintendo. Yep. Aladdin and Lion King. Games. One's really
1: sitting hard on my mind right now, and I'm looking right at it. <laughs> so-
0: Speaking of which, and speaking of Gargoyles, did you see that the original Gargoyles video game got a remastered release recently? Really? Just like those other ones, yep.
1: There was an Activision game that I had on GameCube. It was Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. It was basically the the Tony Hawk Pro Skater of Disney. Okay. You could be Woody, you could be Buzz, you could be a young Tarzan, young Simba, uh, and all of and and one of the one of my favorite levels to go uh, go through was Pizza Planet from Toy Story.
0: Yeah, speaking of which, I played a lot of games based off Disney movies on the PS One growing up. A lot of okay. them. So The Emperor's The Emperor's New Groove had a video game. Played that. Monsters Inc. Played that. Toy Story one and two played both of those. Fun. Um Bugs Life video game played the hell out of that one. Like I, that was like my, my first attempt at like a hundred percent of the game. Like I tried to find all of the hidden shit in that one. Okay. Um, yeah, like I was early on with that, and then that went into Spyro and all that. So, um, yeah. Um, Hercules that that like a side scrolling game. I played that. Okay. Um, yeah, so many good. Disney based games on the PS1. There was, I think there was a Tarzan one too that I played. Uh, it was also kind okay. of a side scroller. Had like yeah. vine jumping levels yeah, and stuff. I think
1: I remember that too.
0: Yep. Yeah, the boss battle with Sabor. Um, yep. Which is kind of cool how some of that shit actually carried over into the first Kingdom Hearts game too. There was like vine jumping, boss battle with Sabor, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, yeah uh other good disney's epic mickey uh, yes. was, is a good one that yep. i played um disney sing it was like a karaoke game yep um the high school musical tri- sing it yep disney trivia games as well um trying to think there was um i can't remember the name of it but there was this disney game where you ran around <laughs> as these characters in different Disney character costumes and you would like unlock them as you went on and um I know what you're talking this.
1: about I don't remember what it's called either it um, it's almost comparable to uh Little Big Planet
0: Yeah um but I'm just looking at some others. Uh, I There was a, a Cars game called Cars Rama that I got the Platinum Trophy in. that was fun. There was also a licensed Cars game. They've done Toy Story 3. Um, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, which got a remaster in 2013. Uh-huh. Um, was a, a, a good one. Disney Infinity, I think it was called, the one I'm thinking of. No, wait, no. Disney Infinity was their version of Sky- Skylanders. Where you did like, um, you needed the, um, the toys, the real life toys you had to buy separately. Yeah. uh, To put in it. Yeah, that's what Disney Infinity was. That's what Disney Infinity was. Most recently, Disney Dreamlight Valley has been pretty popular. Disney Dreamlight Valley, yeah. Sarah plays that one.
1: Sarah plays that one a lot.
0: It's their version of Animal Crossing, essentially. It's one of those cozy, cozy farm games. Yeah. Um, actually i
1: have i i actually bought it myself as well
0: um Disney Mirrorverse, which came out last year, which is like a mobile game disney magical world Wally had a video game tangled had a video game there's been a bunch of Tron video games, including a runner game um, yep. a canonical a canonical game called Tron Evolution that took place between the first and second movie yep um couple uh different things like that you know disney had a racing game called split second it's not disney characters based but it is a disney published game
1: okay Um, no i didn't know about that one and then you got the more recent one i forget what it's called
0: i think the game i was thinking of by the way might be disney yeah disney universe is the one i was thinking of where they're all like these little characters in costumes yeah, like if you look if you look at the cover art for that one, it's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, that that game was actually pretty fun. I agree with you. There's also there's a free to play Disney cart Spe- race cart racer right now. Disney
1: Speedstorm.
0: Yeah, you. That's what you're gonna say. Yep. It has microtransactions, obviously, because it's free to play. But there are, yeah. But it is available now. Um, a lot of great options there, and I guess you could like technically consider stuff like Marvel Spider Man and all that. But I was a tr- I was trying to avoid talking about Marvel or Star Wars or anything like that at all. I don't. I didn't want to talk about the things that Disney bought. I wanted to talk about the things that originally came from them. To begin, right? With, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, that made uh more sense to me. But okay, um, yeah. There's so much stuff. Um, I would be willing to revisit this topic in the future to talk about some of the stuff that we didn't really talk about this time. Um, Oh yeah, definitely. There's just just so much Disney. You can't really squeeze it all into one podcast. You know. No, Um, we'll have
1: to do. We'll come back to back. Come back to. Wow, words are hard. We'll have to come back and do this another time
0: exactly yes but i think we covered a lot of ground for this one and i'm pretty content with it so um so yeah i think we're gonna call it here folks that'll be it for this episode let us know some of your favorite um disney stuff from all the things we talked about favorite classic movies favorite newer movies hand-drawn 3d animated um, you know, favorite songs, all that stuff, uh, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave it in the comments down below, click the like button if you enjoyed the video, uh, otherwise, you can send me an email at, uh, MrOverSoul53 at gmail.com, M-R-O-V-E-R-S-O-U-L-5-3 at gmail.com, um follow us on Spotify, rate on Apple Podcast, all that fun stuff. I'm also on the website formerly known as Twitter at oversoul53. <laughs> but I don't know how much longer I'm going to be over there cuz that place is definitely going to hell. <laughs> so,
1: well, you can find me on the website formerly known as Twitter at the vaping fiend. You can find me on TikTok at the.vaping.fiend and why not follow me over on Twitch at the thevapingfiend
0: yes yes all of that and more so once again thanks for listening everybody I hope you enjoyed it and until next time just remember when you wish upon a star it makes no difference who you are your dreams will come true Good
1: night, everybody. Bye.